Listen to me think. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Byron Dice. Joining me is Delori Hewley. Of course, you heard her last week. She was actually interviewed. Now she's the interviewee. Did I get that right or is that backwards? Uh, interviewee? In- no, you were the interviewee. This week, you're the interviewer. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just making sure I got that right. I don't Sometimes know. my brain plays tricks on me. It all sounds right. Anyway, welcome into the program. Um, uh, make sure you can follow. You can. I know you can. We the best way to do this on socials is Instagram because I've created a link. Uh, thanks to Delo showing me the uh, the great. I don't. I forgot the link. What it's called, but. You put one link out there in the bio instead of a website, and it links all of the socials out there in one place. So that's the easiest way that you can find us um, anywhere you want to follow us. Now, since we have published, we published our first episode last week. Uh, now we are on Spotify, Apple, Pandora, Amazon, wherever you like to consume your audio podcast, we are there for you to consume. And if I have to put links out to all, no, actually, our our podcast page has all of those links right there. So if you go to our homepage of our podcast page, you can just click on anything that you like to listen to, whether it's uh, Spotify, Amazon, or whatever. So please, if you want to support the show, go out and actually follow those, subscribe to those, download something on Apple, give us a review. It's going to help us out immensely and that will help now this week we have welcoming to the program we have Eloy Ramos What's up? welcome into the program listen to me think what we're going to do is we're going to ask you some questions and our audience is going to be able to listen to your thoughts awesome okay so first of all I will just say introduce yourself to the audience hello my name is Eloy Ramos Legally, it would be Elo Ramos Jr. Um, my dad always says, you got to use Jr. So if you ever get caught up with the law, they don't think it's me. So <laughs> that's, that's my dad. But I am from a small town in Texas called Mathis. And I currently live in Kansas City here with you lovely people. I am a graphic designer, music lover, food lover, and I like film. That is a small glimpse of who I am. <laughs> That's okay. It shows over. <laughs> there it is. Okay, so are you? Well, let me just go ahead and say, what are you thinking about currently? Where you're at in your life right now? Like, like, what's the overall broad spectrum of the Eloy thought process today? Today, yeah. What are you thinking about? I actually, so I was driving. I was actually just designing. So currently, what I'm doing, what I was just doing before I got here. Um, was creating like design assets for other designers to buy. So in terms of creating passive income, that's just going to stay on the website. People are just going to keep buying it. Oh, I like that. That's that's the goal. People will like it and buy it. Um, and also, um, I did a cover art for a playlist <clears throat> on like Spotify and everything for, I don't know if you guys heard him, DJ Michael V. Okay, I did a, I did his cover art for his playlist. That's awesome. Um, he needed a new one, so I just updated it. And as I was driving, well, actually, I saw the friend request when I was working, and I was like, oh, I'll look at it later. And when I was driving, I saw he mentioned me in a post because I just finished it this morning, well, yesterday, last night, and sent it to him this morning. And so, and I was like, oh, okay. And so, 
what I was thinking on the way here was um, I feel like I'm getting more immersed into that culture of people on the secular side and on definitely on the Christian side of like music industry. Yeah. And so also in conversations with joining a team for a music, a kind of a big music, what's the word? Like Lollapalooza, like a, one of the yeah. big, big festivals. Yeah, yeah. music yeah. festivals. So there, I've been talking to the creative director and whatnot. And so I'm just waiting to hear back from them um, because they've been like, for next year, they want to captivate on a specific style that I do really well. And so, oh, so yeah, so that's kind of what I've been, been on. thinking about. So yeah. basically the graphic design aspect of your life, you've been thinking about a lot about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let me ask you this. What, what do you do for, is that what you do for money? No. Like your well, income? I is do do that for money. But my main thing that I do that pays my bills is I do property management. Property management. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Oh yeah. So is that like at a is that like farmer commercial? Oh okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Farmer complexes. Um, so you like take in like people want to you like, "Hey, we got occupancy. Come in and Pretty much. Oh, you got a room available? Okay, you can stay the night." Oh yeah. wait, that's a hotel. Uh, stay, you <laughs> can stay um, here. Right, okay. There's a little bit more commitment than that. Yeah. Um yeah, that's what I do during the day. Not much excitement there, but I mean, it's just my job to pay my bills. Everything exciting happens outside of work. Exactly. Okay, I gotcha. Just, yeah, the passion. That I, everything that I enjoy. The passion projects. Yeah. No yeah. One, no one likes to get yelled at for. Okay. Have stuff. you have yeah. you have you seen uh, the artwork for uh, our logo for this podcast? I believe I glimpsed at it, but okay. I haven't quite looked. Were you at pretty? It. Were you impressed with that? <laughs> I, I don't mean, remember what it looked okay. like. I'm not gonna lie to you. Wow. I'm sorry. So it's it's already done. <laughs> <laughs> There's no remembrance. I quickly threw that together on Canva. So, oh, well. <laughs> so gotta, there you go. You he's somewhere. probably going. He's probably going. Canva. What an amateur. What? <laughs> well, I mean, it's there for everybody. So well, I mean, Canva. I mean, like, free. it's very robust. It's free. It's to it's, create. It's you know free, what I'm saying? So. If I don't know anything, probably like you do. Okay. Like, like you do. Like you could probably create whatever from scratch with with a with a tool. And I go to Canva. Gotcha. They've already done the templates and junk. So mm-hmm. the amateur like me, you're like. I can, I can do that in my sleep. It's really easy for the consumer, and I yeah. think it's great. Yeah. Well, anyway, how much would you charge for the graphic <laughs> that I just did? Like if, if like I if, if rep- I said, if hey, I replicated that. Well, if I said, hey, man, cre- listen to me, think. I w- here's the concept, the podcast, and I came to you, and you, and then you you would come up with a creative design, probably more than just a microphone with a radio wave on it. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. You know what I'm saying, Tyler? Um, I think it uh, would matter, like, if you were already established. Yeah. That process would be different. But if you're, in, you're newer, uh, well, this is newer. Yeah. Um, probably, like, 100, 150 for something like that. Okay. So, now if you were, like, so oh, you're 10,000 people deep, s- it's, like, since looking at 400 or something. Yeah, 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 for real. Especially yeah. if I could afford it. Mm-hmm. If I've got that. Now, here's a great question. Since we're talking about great, since this is your passion, let me hear your thoughts on this. So... And I'm and I'm just going ground level on this. So, based on the the information I just gave you about the format of this podcast, what how what would you put together? Like, listen to me think. It's an interview podcast. It's a weekly thing. What in your mind would you visually, creatively come up with and throw in a logo? I just want to um, hear. That. I think probably keep it very simple. 
And so that's a really good question. So how my process goes is I create like a bunch of ideas. Yeah. And I just see what, what sticks and what doesn't, what communicates well. I, I might use a microphone. I might not. I'm, I like to use, I don't really like to use a lot of imagery like that. I like to use like, oh, let me think. Is that, that's what it's called. Let me think. And that's really like a, you really have to think really deep. It's yeah. just a little while to brainstorm exactly. what you, you want to do, how you want to do it, what's your audience. And so a lot of that comes into play. I would probably do something just super simple like that, except make the text bigger and then take away the mic or maybe keep the mic. Yeah. Something super simple. Um, yeah. All right, cool. But I mean, it, I mean, obviously it's a long process. I'd well, probably sure. come up with something a little bit more. More than that, but it's you know. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the pro- my process. <laughs> <laughs> microphone, sound Canva, wave. No, search Let me think. microphone. <laughs> no, I did. I did podcast. Oh, there. Okay. I searched podcast, and there was tons of templates for a, or a podcast logo because I did logo artwork, and there's tons of templates, and some of them I liked, some of them I didn't, and I was like, I'm looking for something real simple because I got to yeah. put this together real quick because like Tyler is a slave master. He's like, this thing's going to be done. It's going to be done tomorrow. I to crack that whip. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was like, I got to put something together. Okay, the brown looks nice. There's a microphone. Oh, a radio wave. Okay, just got to come up with a font. Boom. Nailed it. But I'm thinking this is probably going to change in a couple of weeks. Because probably, probably it's just would. not good enough. What I would probably use is a brain. Oh. Yeah. Listen to me mm-hmm. think. Okay. Because you're, you're Oh, instead of the mic with a wave, you could do brain waves. Or just brain or just brain, yeah. Let me Overthinking. Think, let me think, and then their title says everything when you use a brain. What about a brain and an ear? Uh, yeah. It would look too weird. Well, <laughs> it just sounds I weird. I wouldn't do that. No. Well, I'm saying visually. A brain with headphones on top of it. it dep- Wait a minute. Okay, no. That is sweet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I like that. A brain with a head because you're you're taking the head off, and it's the brain, and you're th- that. You're I like that. To your brain. I like that. I see where. <laughs> You don't like that? I, 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 I won't, but I'd create it for you if you if if you were one of my clients. I go even further since Dolores got some uh, metal in her background, brain with blood splattering, mm. like dripping off, because it's like listening to the thoughts, and the thoughts are so heavy, it can't handle it. Mm. They're so metal. Okay. Um. <laughs> so the, let's see what else. Hey, well, I don't want to. I can keep asking questions, but if you have any questions, go ahead and jump in for okay. Eloy. Cool. What do, you, do you have any? I do. Uh, let's go ahead. I'll, gi- I'll give you the floor some. Floor? Give me the table. Yeah, the mic. Yeah. Um, I have a, a great question, I think, that would be, if you're willing to, to open up and answer it. Um, most of our listeners are probably people from church. Yeah. Unless we branch out more than that. Um, most of our church knows that you used to play drums, and music was a, well, music is a huge part of your passion, um, why not tell our church and our listeners um, kind of like your journey from going away from worship team? Because most people just saw that you were playing That's every all, week, yeah. and then mm. now you're not. Yeah, and so people are probably like, "Where's Where's Eloy?" Why, he had a moral where, fa- failure. I see he had a moral him. failure. No, that, well, I'm just saying it, that they thought that. I well, don't some, think That's so. why we're here some to set the record straight. Some people probably do think that because that's all they know. They're like, oh, he's not serving no more. He's definitely filled God. Oh, God. Right. Let's set the, let's set the record <laughs> straight. Right. Um, 
So most people don't know that you step down for a season or forever. Whatever, whatever that looks like. Um, to pursue what? Like what was the well, what was your decision and how has it been going since you've stepped down? I love drumming. Music's been my passion since I was a young man. A young lad. <laughs> I'm only, a I'm only, lad. I'm only 28 years old, but I grew up in music, and so, but it was a difficult decision. Um, I guess what people don't, what people miss is what else I do. And so I think when you see the other side of it, you're like, no, that makes sense. And, and then you see that I rehearsed, and then we uh, performed on Saturday, on Sunday. And then, but during that time, from Sunday to Sunday, I'm stuck, I'm not stuck, but I'm staring at a computer, designing, creating all the time. And so, or doodling, something I'm thinking of. Um, why I did it is because my schedule was overfilled. I was getting really stressed. And then I had to say no to something, even though it was something that I love. And it's like a passion of mine and like second nature to me is music. I mean, I still air drum in my car, so... <laughs> Has never left me, never will. And so, um, yeah, it's saying no to things so that way I s don't lose myself and don't, cre don't um, create a frustration and anger towards what I was doing. And yeah. so I think it's... Oh, that's good. I yeah, like that. I think it's okay to <coughs> say no to some things because if you don't and you keep rolling, the train's going to blow through everything. And you don't want to yeah. do that. And so... Um, I had to say no to that, but my other passion, which was more accessible, is I could literally just bust out a laptop anywhere I want to and and create stuff, uh, was graphic design, which I didn't know was a passion of mine until um, one dark, lonely night at PT's apartment, PT's house. It wasn't lonely. It was, it was great, but at, at, our, at our pastor's house, and so, um, but yeah. That is why I stepped down is because I was getting too overwhelmed. And um, my passion, I felt the passion for design growing quickly. And and the drums were still there. But I believe I was just also full transparency. I went from, I learned in, on a drum set. And I went into like band in school. And it got really competitive, musically challenging. And so... My brain loves a challenge. Probably why it loves graphic design because I'm literally creating something from nothing. And it's just a lot of thinking. Um, so is drumming. But uh, when you get to a level and nothing against like a worship or anything like that, but it's kind of the same thing all the time. And so my brain's like can go on cruise control. Yeah. Because it's more of a backseat plane where I'm like, I know this. This is just something simple. And, and then... Um, yeah, I don't feel like I was putting my all to it because there was not a challenge. And so, which was, is not correct, uh, but partially of that is me not feeling challenged as a musician. And, yeah, I felt I get that from design and because it's like I'm solving problems and just a different way of solving problems. And so, yeah. Love it. So since you've stepped away um, in pursuing more graphic design, um, has that... Well, what's my question? I lost it. Oh, no. 
Is it fulfilling as much as the drums? Yeah. That's your question. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I could. I mean, sometimes I don't go to bed till one, two thirty in the morning because I'm creating stuff. That's awesome. Um, now if one I can get up and continue it early, but I I can't. I can, but I'm just a little too lazy. Um, and so I would say definitely. That's awesome. It's everywhere. I mean, music's everywhere. I mean, but design is beyond a computer. I mean, you can look at your clock and the symmetry. I mean, every design's everywhere. You can break down every single thing that's created, whether if it's graphic design or it's like a door. A, yeah. door, a door is designed <coughs> a certain way. Um, and, and if you look at a door and you're like, okay, that is a weird design. So it's literally everywhere. It's not, it's not just graphic design. Yeah. Design in general of like why they made that fan that way. Why they... That's why this triangle looks like why this triangle why this table <laughs> looks like <laughs> looks like a one of those Ouija board things. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And so, um, yeah. So design. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, why why is it designed that way, and who thought of that? And where, yeah. you know, why did they think of that? Yeah. Yeah. Who puts a handle on the door that says push? You know, that's actually considered bad design when you put a a door and it has a handle to grab, but it wants you to push it. You should yeah. put something different there. Yeah. That, oh, no handle. Good. Yeah. <coughs> Don't need a handle. Yeah. I mean, the further I got into design, I mean, it's like so many facets to like shoes, furniture, vehicles. I mean, yeah. And all of them think differently on design. And so I would say drum uh, rather than drumming, design is more accessible and it's everywhere. Yeah. And so music is too, but design is just everywhere. Take it to like you can't play drums everywhere. No, there you go. <laughs> you can't. Um, but you can go outside and look at a leaf, or you can look at a snowflake and throw a microscope and see how intricate <coughs> it is. And um, I mean, it's in nature, so and it's who we are as well too. So I would say design is more accessible, and it's easier to really, really fall into. Yeah, I think it's super wise of you for realizing and. Being able to say no to something that, you know, was a passion of yours mm-hmm. and doing worship. I think it's super easy as as musicians to, you get to a place where you don't have to think about, like, what you're doing. You don't challenge yourself and you kind of just, like, kind of complacent. Yeah. And I definitely have been there for sure. Um, but mm-hmm. we have to... We have to say no to some things. Literally, me and Alex were talking about that, I think, this morning about, like, the importance of saying no. Like, it's such, we, as a society, are so like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah, and you're just getting so overwhelmed and stressed out. Just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean that you always should. Mm -hmm. Like, no is a very powerful, healthy thing to be comfortable with doing, even if it's a... It's a good thing. Like, oh uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay home and rest or no I'm gonna put down the, the sticks and pick up the computer. Oh yeah. Pursue that. A healthy no creates boundaries that oh, you made. Yeah. And so And I, I think a lot of people uh struggle with saying no because they they wanna make sure they're pleasing people someone. Pleasing. They don't wanna let somebody down. Right. Um, especially if, if people depend on them with a, with a certain whatever. Yeah. And so that's probably a struggle of not saying no or not putting the things down because yeah, they know sure. somebody needs somebody. Mm-hmm. 
especially like for instance the drums you're like well i don't want to say no because there's nobody to do i don't have anybody rotation and yeah. i can't step down and there's not gonna be a drummer so i mean that's the thought process probably yeah. had to go into your mind oh yeah it's a very it can be a very prideful thought because i've thought that when um it was like a couple years ago when i wore <clears throat> so many different hats oh, i was yeah. running social media and doing audio visual chapel groups and all that and I, I when I was like on the verge of burnout I was like well <laughs> no one's gonna do it. if I'm not gonna do it who is and uh, it's You're just right. such a prideful like nobody's gonna do this like I'm that <laughs> important but what's amazing is like when I stepped aside people the void was up. filled mm-hmm. oh yeah I ain't that important that's awesome not that oh, you're yeah. not important. I mean, yeah. not that <laughs> To think I'm the only one in the world that can do all this. Yeah. Not healthy. Hey, so for the, for because most of our people right now, our audience is probably church folk, um, I don't know if they're aware of what they see his fingerprints on Mm-mm. in the church. That's right. right Currently, normally, because usually yeah. the fingerprints was drumming. Like what about now? See, oh, he's the drummer. But now, yeah, so what, where are your fingerprints in the church right now? I know, but everywhere. just tell everybody else. What do you do for our church? Um, so I'm also the creative pastor for the church. So all the sermon series videos up to now, Tyler's um, doing a wonderful job of taking over and um, video editing, and he's, he's growing and he's doing pretty good. So is Kate. Uh, so it's Kate. Oh, yeah. okay, I didn't know that. Uh, Kate just filmed our uh, the one with Bentley. Oh, yeah. She filmed that At the one. park. Yeah, she filmed that one. Um, and all the design sermon series, all the events, all those designs and stuff, and the flags outside, and new merch coming in. Oh, I didn't know that. And so, um, yeah. And then all the all the art or whatever graphics you see on the screen, mm-hmm. like on the slideshows, yeah, slides, that. all that the, stuff that you... All the event stuff, yeah, everything. I really love the Trunk and Treat one. I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, like everybody it. likes that one. It's, I don't know. That's cute. I was trying to make it Halloween-esque and fun. Yeah, not too spooky. No. Purple and greens. Right. And orange. Mm-hmm. So, um, shifting gears, unless you want to keep going on the um, the artistic graphic designer. You got more questions for that or no? Mm-mm. Okay. No, no. I was going to switch gear for a second and go talk about your nationality. Oh yeah, yeah. What what we got there? Man, I'm definitely Hispanic. Okay, Hispanic. <laughs> um, so when we say Hispanic, is that an umbrella? So like Spaniards, uh-huh. they will go. Um, they kind of like turn their nose up at Mexicans, and Mexicans do the same thing with Spaniards. So is Hispanic cover that whole spectrum, or is it is it Mexican and Spaniards, or is it a whole thing? Um, and then you got the word Latino. Yeah, Latino, so they're different. So what's going on? So Hispanics are probably majority from people from Spain. Okay. Latinos are going to be people from different parts of the world that speak a different kind of Spanish. Gotcha. Dialect. Okay. But like Abner is Brazilian. He'd be considered a Latino. What? Mm-hmm. What? What? Yeah. Say that again? Like Cubans. No, what was the word you just said? Abner? Yeah. Yeah, he's from Brazil, but he'd be considered, I believe he'd be considered Latino. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know why my brain just said Brazilio. Brazilio. Mm. Nobody said that, right? No. Nope, okay, thank you. <laughs> no, no. I'm trying to listen to you think. Usually people that are Hispanic are partially descendants from people from Spain yeah. that invaded in America. Um, so you consider Hispanic and not Mexican? 
Yes, but Mexican is like American. It doesn't. It's not a. It's a national now. It's like it's a identification of people who live in Mexico. Like your, oh, your gotcha. blood type's not Those American. Pe- oh, gotcha. Yeah. They're still Hispanic. It's just they're from Mexico. Yes. Gotcha. And, but when you go in there, I mean, if you're Mexico, from Mexico, you're Mexican. Okay. And so, but blood type, like if you're doing a DNA, it's yeah. not going to say uh, you're eighty <laughs> percent Mexican. It's going to say like you're either. Um, a hundred percent indigenous American, ninety percent, maybe you're fifty percent Spaniard, uh, because gotcha. Mexico okay. has a really has like so when whenever everybody invaded, all the people from the south, like all the indigenous Americans, right, went south. So you can still go to Mexico and they still speak like five. There's like a lot of more than five indigenous like languages still being spoken in Mexico. Other, other than Spanish, and then so so, where's your lineage? Uh, do you? That's a good question. <laughs> took the test. I took the test. I'm oh, like, go I'm, ahead. I'm like fifty nine percent Indigenous American, and like thirty Indigenous American. Yeah, like the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and like thirty percent Spaniard, Spain. Gotcha. And then the next one under that is like Africa. Wow. But so like the Comanches. Two, like three percent. Um, or the Apaches. Oh, there's a lot, actually. I was doing research. There's literally, so I'm from like South Texas. There's literally like, there was like more than 10 or 15 tribes in that area. Oh, so definitely. I, I'm a part Apache. Or if not, there is a Karankiwa, which were like a smaller tribe of people. And so. Yeah, I gotcha. My grandparents, my dad's parents didn't speak any English. Um, though my dad doesn't know too much of, you know, because at some point. Where I where I'm from used to be Mexico, going up to about Oklahoma, and then whenever like Texas and um, the Americans and everybody in that that time came to fight for it, one day they were Mexican, one day they were under the Americans or whatever it was going under at that time. Yeah. And so yeah, so that's why there's a lot of people that don't speak English in Texas because at some point we were Mexicans now. We're Texans. <laughs> gotcha. Americans. But you were born and raised? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Corpus. Corpus. Okay, Corpus Christi, born Texas. In, born in Corpus, raised in, in Mathis. Okay. And, and, your, and your parents, um, were are they both uh, Hispanic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And were they born and raised in the state? Did, or, uh-huh. I'm trying to get see where there was some kind of migration going on. Um, where, I, how far do you think that goes back? I don't know. Okay. My we're done. Man, my grandparents... So my grandparents were born in like the 13, 1913s, the ones that didn't speak any English. Oh, wow. Um, okay. They were, they were, when I was, Dang. my grandpa was in his 70s when he passed away, when um, I was like 15. And so they were, they were really, really old. Um, so I don't know too much about where they came from. My, dad's, you, my okay. dad's the youngest of nine. So oh, he, wow. does, he doesn't know either. Oh, so as far as you know, it's like everybody was in America mm-hmm. and... As far back as you can see, there's really no yeah. migration. Well, my grandparents came over on the boat or whatever. Yeah. You don't my have mom's that story. Side, my mom's side might be a little bit different um, because my mom's side is more pale, more Spaniard. More gotcha. Something like that. So, um, but yeah. So what do you think about when people say that um, Hispanics uh, can't play the drums very well? Who I, says I, that? I don't know who says that, but. I'm just. I've heard you play, but no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, I was like, I don't know who said that, but that's a roast. I'm sorry. I know a bunch um, of uh, 
Spanish drummers. Yeah, I do too. Well, speaking of, I mean, culture, what's your favorite coffee? <laughs> what, which culture? Where is it from? Coffee. Yeah. Africa. yeah. Africa. Why? That's where it came from. That's where it originated. No, like, well, what's your favorite, like, getting coffee? Oh, what do you mean? Like, yeah, what does that you're mean? You're a coffee consumer. Yes. Where do you like? Like origin? Like Yeah, like country? Colombia. Africa. You got Africa. Ad, so yeah. coffee from Africa. Kenya. Yeah, uh, e- uh, Ethiopia. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's I've heard they got some good soil yeah. there. Guji. Mm. I haven't had that. I don't know what that means, but it sounds Fire. delicious. It sounds Guji. It's a zone in Ethiopia. <laughs> yeah. Africa. Coffee originated in Africa. Um, was brought, I know it's still history. Man. It was brought over by like colonizers to America and so on. So on. Praise the Lord. Um, it's dead yeah. colonizers. But they killed a lot of people. Yeah, they but, did. Um, British. Rip. But we have coffee. Oh, we British. Do. Yeah. Nothing beats Africa. African coffee. Where do you like to drink coffee? Where? Yeah, in Kansas City. What's your favorite supporting local coffee shop? Man, do I have to name one? Hey, well, listen, wait. We'll see if it matches up with your list you gave last week on the podcast. Go Probably ahead. Probably not. Go. Uh, Messenger. Oh, I haven't I'll, heard of I'll, that I'll one. I'll name my top three. Messenger, Post, uh, Parisi. Wow. I've never, I've only been to one of those. Bangers. <laughs> Is that another one? Uh, no, it should be, though. Oh, <laughs> bangers. Yeah. Post Coffee is mm. only Summit, but my gosh. They, so good. They got some they yeah. got coffee. So good. So what about, so we got the Hispanic umbrella going. We got the Native American. So you got a lot of stuff going on. I do. What about, and you like the African coffee. Yeah. What about food as far as other cultures of food? What, what your, where do you land on that one? So I grew up eating a different culture food. Moving here is when I tried more American food because my mom would make, I mean, we ate tortillas all the time. We ate everything like that. So when I moved here, it was like, oh, this, this is literally just a, a sandwich. And <laughs> this, this is Jimmy, this is Jimmy what? John's and, you know, and this is, you know, this. And uh, we didn't have a Taco Bell. The next Taco Bell was like in Corpus, which was like 45 minutes away. And so everything around us, the restaurants around us, were like Mexican restaurants. And then I remember when they first built the McDonald's in my hometown. Oh, wow. I was like 16, 17. And so, yeah. And then everything else is like a local chain of food. And you were like, this is garbage. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Um, Compared to what you were used to eating. I moved here and then I got tired of like the regular foreign food. And so I discovered like Indian, Mediterranean, all different types of food. You can go down, like, they have the, I don't know where it was at, on the Kansas City, Kansas side. No, it was Missouri. <coughs> Close to where, where Bonito Michoacan is. Mm, so all yes. where, I don't know where that's considered. But that area there, so all the restaurants, they have the name of where they're from. Like Michoacan is a, is a state, city in Mexico. So and good. then you'll have other places. They'll have, like, Chihuahua. Uh, on it, Chihuahua. It's another. It's a country. It's a state in Mexico, and so. But oh wow, their foods are a little different because it's a representation of where they come from. Hmm. So that's also blue. And that's mind. here. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta take me out. Yeah. 
Do you enjoy experiencing other food cultures with other people or just oh, alone? Yes. Yes, you I like do. doing it alone. You do? Okay. I like doing it with people. Okay. Because I can talk about it. With while you're there talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Today I just had lunch with Denise and then Lawson and Cami. Um, we went to Thai place, which was Lawson and Cami's favorite Thai place. And I had a uh, Pad Thai curry. Pad Thai curry. Yeah. And it was amazing. And then I heard Mexican music playing in the background, in the back. And what? I said, yeah. And I leaned over to Lawson. And I said, you come. You brought me to a Thai place. And that and a Mexican. Are you serious? <laughs> so this is Mexican food. What was the music? It was this guy named Ramon Ayala. Wow. Yeah, he's a... Uh, Dude, you're very specific. Well, I grew up listening to it. Wow. Not I personally, but like my yeah. family would have parties and outside, and that's just the stuff they would play. So mainly when they were drinking and stuff. But <laughs> not my immediate family, but like my uncles <laughs> aunts. Hey, do you ever know... Do you ever... Okay, so have you been to a lot of um, Chinese restaurants? Oh, yeah. Okay. So when you're... I, I guess growing up as a kid... Right, so and they have this bang, boom, bang, dong, dang. They've got that music going on right in the background. I'm like, if I don't hear that in a at a, if I hear like Korean pop or some weird stuff at a Chinese restaurant, I'm kind of tapping out. K-pop is pretty pop. Well, I'm like, boom, bang, dong, dong. I just love that sound. It gives me the authenticness of what I'm eating. Well, definitely, you don't have that if you go to an ethnic restaurant and it's a bunch of white people in the back you know it's gonna be good oh you mean back in the cooking yeah yeah no yeah like like i always thought that egg foo young was authentic until i found out it's not what do you mean well it's eggs it's like americanized nobody's eating that stuff over in china yeah chinese food here is different from chinese food in china yeah i mean that makes sense right a traditional traditional Chinese food is like most Americans won't like or like find it palatable. To eat. Exactly. Yeah. Because uh, what are they called? Oh, the wet market. That's where you're going to get your Chinese food. You know what I'm talking about? The wet market. No. You're just going down the, the city streets. Somebody's cutting ahead of a chicken off right in front of you. I mean, they're slicing up and are dicing you talking about up. like in China? Yeah. I mean that's how they that's how they get it that's how they get their food. It's I not like you go to Walmart and you got some packaged thing and a thing you don't know where it came from. You go there, my chicken's right there. I'm cutting it. He's doing whatever, and I'm walking home and cooking it hmm. right there. I mean, anyway, explains why America's fat though. <laughs> exactly. Also true, but China also has way many more way more people. Oh, so a lot foods, more. Foods less. A lot more. We have abundant of food here. It's like scarce there. I don't know. Say I wouldn't say scarce, but like, is it scarce or scarce? Scarce. Mm, whatever. Yeah. I don't. Uh, maybe we could edit that out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I heard scarce. What did I say? Scarce. 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 That's, That's a, a new word. word. That's scarce. I said it right in my brain. <laughs> as soon as you said, it, I was like, oh, whoops. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but I was like, I just can't let that go. You know what Whenever. I'm scarce, I remind you of it. Okay. Uh, how about this? Since we're on a podcast, I heard that you also run a podcast. I do. So this podcast is this is no uh, you're there's no you're no stranger to this what no. we're doing here. So talk to me, give some shameless plugs about your podcast. Yeah, and how we can help promote it and yeah, make millions definitely. of dollars. Um, 
We're really we're really big in Frankfurt, Germany right now. I love those and statistics so, where yeah. you're like, why are these people listening in Sweden? Yeah. Um, so I run it. I run the podcast. Me and Tyler, Tyler Boyd, um, great guy. Yes, um, he's on the board here. He is on. They the listen board. to me think. Um, he, he knows how to crack that whip. Don't say that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yes, our podcast just got reimagined. I'd say um, to kind of have a better. Uh, what we want to talk about. Um, so it's mainly based on creativity, um, not essentially on creativity, like I'm um, making stuff with uh, markers and crayons and graphic design. Everything is like based on like creativity is who we are and mm-hmm. what we do, creating friendships, you know, maintaining and creating beautiful moments and experiences for people, whether if it's like watching a movie here or like, I don't know, creating a barbecue and you know having people over or, you know, yeah, so it, it's a very broad, um, creativity is very broad, and there's a lot to talk about, so it's mainly on creativity, mm-hmm. and, um, but yeah, you can, it's called The Moved Podcast, and you can, The Moved, yeah, okay. The Moved Podcast, Moved, uh, so you can listen to that everywhere, uh, we're popping on Pandora, but you can get it on Spotify, Apple Playlist, everywhere, okay, especially Frankfurt, yes, <laughs> Frankfurt, yeah, I love those people in Frankfurt, yeah, me and Tyler had me and Tyler hadn't recorded anything in a little while. There was a lot we were moving and everything. Moved. And, uh yes. Get it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and um we were looking at the statistics and you can see where we stopped the recording. And then people just you know, just start picking up, but like in different countries. And so which was kind of crazy. Okay. Well, um I'm sure you know this, but just to uh give you a refresher, um Tyler and I started this uh, chapel group, yeah, and we called it Podcasters, and we wanted to start one and from the from the ground up, scratch. We even came together, we voted on a name, and we were like, "Here's what we're going to publish," and then it kind of morphed into an interview type style podcast. We didn't originally think that, but it morphed into that. Um, so this is episode number three. Oh, wow. so yeah, this is episode number three. We're we're babies. So uh, give me any critiques that you got from uh, from what's going on here at our podcast, even though we're episode three in. Critiques. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Or like what what makes, what in your opinion makes a good podcast a good podcast? Because if you haven't listened to what we're doing yet, you won't know. That's true. How to critique well, us. So I, like what's, here's, what's here, good. Here's the question here. Like what, from what you've seen right now, what we're doing with you. That's what we're doing. <laughs> you know what I like? You know what I liked in my podcast? Yeah. Thought-provoking content. Ooh. We um, definitely got that today. And it's content that I don't, if it's content that I don't agree with, it's a, po- it's a podcast I like to listen to. Uh, it, they talk about stuff that maybe in a way that I don't agree with, but it's um, it's not in a argument of, um, it's like, it's just thought-provoking stuff. I think it's, feels like it's adding to me instead of taking away from me. And so I think murder podcasts are cool. They're very entertaining. But when I'm listening, I'm listening to learn and to absorb and to have a different level of thinking. And so personally, uh, thought-provoking content is what um, I like. And I think majority of people do, whether if they know it or not. And so when people listen to things and they learn something new, it kind of sticks with them and they like it and they'll come back again to yeah, because they feel like they got something out of it. Um, I need yeah. to tune in again because I may get something else. Yeah. Okay. So 
Yeah, number one, thought-provoking. Thought-provoking. Content. So. Got it. Or I think we've been thought-provoking. The, the, the word define? thought is actually in our name. What I de- How what? do you define thought-provoking questions? Okay. So, um, you asked me about being Hispanic. I'd ask. You're Hispanic, obviously. Um, how was that? How is being Hispanic in a society where being a person of color um, anywhere is considered or used as a political thing? Like it's used as a political tool using your color Mm -hmm. or people may think that, you know, oh, we got because I I mean, you hear it all the time. You see it like, oh, they this guy is like the, the mermaid thing. Yeah. How does it feel to be a colored person? being put in that platform for whatever reason, but then knowing that half the world hates you because they don't like that you're black or brown in a, in a place that shouldn't be. And so a question like that. More deep. Will wow. provoke thought. And okay. it's going to be uncomfortable. Wow. That's where like the goodness, that's where the greatness comes out of. Wow, we should start over then. <laughs> I think <laughs> no, but that's just some. That's good. Yeah. Well, I, well, okay. So this style, actually, I feel like this style has, uh, or at least today's podcast or the future ones, is almost like I'm getting to know. I'm getting to. I'm know getting you. to know Eloy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if that's thought provoking, but somebody may tune in to go. I don't know who Eloy is. I don't need to listen to this. No, you need you need these kind of episodes, you know, to get an understanding. People will know who I am now. Um, and if you, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, uh, this looks like. Maybe season two, same people, deeper questions. Mm. Okay. Got Love it. it. It's getting uh, comfortable. Yeah, let's see. What else we got here? Um, I've got no other questions. Let's see. We've talked about drumming. We've talked about graphic design. Uh, we went to um, his homeland, found out he was Native American slash Hispanic. Um, what else we got? You got any questions? Me? Yeah. Um, we've talked about creativity, drumming, music. He goes to our church. Um, I'm, I'm done. I'm spent. Wow. What do you got? I mean, do we have, we have time for more? Well, just maybe another question. You got any questions for us? (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Um, well, why don't you uh, tell us and share what um, God has been putting in your heart, stirring up in your life? What have you been learning? Oh, what's, like God, what's God been um, stretching you? Um, uh, not to quit when things get hard, I guess. Like mm. when things don't go how you want them in terms of like maybe things aren't happening quick enough or maybe things aren't going the way you don't the way you don't imagine it, like the way you think it's going to go, it doesn't go that way. But you see it unfolding and it's really beautiful, but you just want to get to it or get there. But though his, his plan works better. And so I'll say it's just don't give up. Even when you're at the edge, then you really do want to give up. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. Simple, but it's, it's something to always remember. <coughs> and yeah. everything you do. It's easy to give up. Yeah. Easy to give up. It's way more um it's way more rewarding and way more beautiful to see it through. Yeah. 
you'd be able to see like, oh, wow, look at God. Yeah. Look how he actually like works. Yeah. I love it. I do too. It's a good question and it's a great answer. And I appreciate everybody for listening to us think today on Listen to Me Think. I'm your host, Byron Dice. Delory, thank you so much for hosting. Eloy, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. To interview you on our third episode. Remember, folks, you can go to our social media, like I said at the beginning, and I know I'm overdoing it, whatever. Instagram, you can just search Listen To Me Think, and the link in our bio will give you all of the links that you can find us to listen. Plus, we're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, anywhere you want to listen to podcast that is your favorite platform um hey i know one one week i i um caught you by surprise Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go ahead and tell you what i want you to say for next week's episode okay it's me yeah i'm gonna do that so tune in next week when you might you don't want to do this all right let me go tune in next week when you might hear eloy say welcome back (laughs) good one thank you tune in next week guys (laughs) 